proudest day and the proudest time and the a seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and, and, and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold bar that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Crunching Gears, the Rally Podcast, Season 3, Episode, well, technically it's 13, but we'll call it 12B, just to be insistent. Uh, another exciting week of rallying here in the island of Ireland. Um, uh, I got a chance then to catch up with Niall McGonagall and Caelan McKenna, who were the winners in Five Mile Town at the weekend. I also spoke to Hannah Davison and listened, got the insight to her travels around the world in the co-driver's seat. And then Laura McMenamin gives us the lowdown on the Triton Shores that kicks off a, tri- a Triton Shore Championship that kicks off this weekend in Mayo. Yeah, and then at the weekend I was at Five Mile Town and Clubman Rally, not part of any championship. You thought guys would have been taking it easy, but the commitment was unreal. Like, um, I speak to Niall McGonagall and Keelan McKenna, the you know the one and crew, and like they were saying like they have never seen the pace as hot. Like we talked after Galway about the cuts that the guys were taking. This is now coming into the into the forestry as well too. You know, so it bodes really well what's coming this year, both on tarmac and on the gravel. But anyway, I think we'll hear from the two guys. So five mile town at the weekend. Niall, you've helped organise the event. It's been one of your go-to events for years. You finally took the one on Saturday. That must have been very special on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Kevin. Uh, I didn't think I've been on talking to you here before, but I never thought I'd been on talking to you for this reason. <laughs> um, I, I can't can't really explain to be fair how it feels. Um, I was involved in helping involved and in helping run the rally for two two years, three years. I've been involved in it now for two years gone by, and we've got the opportunity now to only a wee bit of rally. And um, look. Never ever dreamt I would have won a rally ever. It was my dream, surely, but I never dreamt it would actually come true. Um, I've only done this. That was only my seventh gravel rally, like, um, and then any other it was tracks. Uh-huh. So it's 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 unbelievable. Yeah, and Keelan, you got to see this man. You were sitting beside him. You had the best seat in the house. Like, best seat in the house, but uh, like the the pace on Saturday was something else, really, wasn't it? It was saving from Killarney there. We knew the pace wasn't far away in it. We just didn't have a clean run that morning, but definitely a natural driver. Putting out for better man to be in beside. He will go further. There's more to be won there. So. Uh-huh. And like, whenever you told him whatever the note was, he drove to your note. Like, there was no hesitation. Yeah. There was no... No, no, no hesitation at all. He great trust. Uh-huh. There was no... no and never any hesitation, any rally. So, no. It's all and, very natural. Great yeah. man for taking the notes, and there's no questioning. Just they stood and I said, "Yeah." And like you know, you know, like Oma Motor Club, like you've been about for a few years now too. And like the the, the hard work that goes on behind the scenes, and like the event they pulled together there now at the weekend, it was like that was as like, second to the, the bushwhacker. The quality of everyone involved. Like some summers is on lead sponsor, you know the the you know the way that we were able to tweak the stages and get on. Like that that's that speaks volumes for that club, doesn't it? 
Oh, it was great, very well run. It's just pity they didn't get the entries they were probably hoping for. It, mm -hmm. it should have definitely got a better entry, but the way it was run the whole day, it fought us. Very little waiting about. Thanks to Campbell's too for the the family, for their service, for their their yard, their use of it. It was a great place for it. Clean, tidy. They couldn't mean much better. No, because now that, that's a very good point there. Like, you know, like what you really need now in the surface area, like, you know, every rally looks for it as a, you know, a, a real good quality, hard surface, surface, surface area. And the Campbell's Yard delivered that in spades. Oh, the, the, like, we know ourselves because we're in them every weekend and you're, he wants them are good and it's for safety more than anything, you know, mm -hmm. for Jackson and stuff. And uh, oh, Campbell's was a great spot. We even got the gear wash before we went home. There was a gear wash for us. <laughs> But look, look, it was brilliant. It was brilliant at the end. Um, I suppose I could talk about it all day. There's loads of different aspects, you know. I could talk about it for for hours, but just even for the whole boys, you know, the effort they're putting them here at home every morning. They're in the garage and, until every evening. And like our first one was Jason Mitchell and Dava last year, which was massive for us. Um, but for them, for myself, to be able to go and do it is as different. Like there's there's a lad, uh, well, there's two. I have two people I want to actually speak about because Isaac, the main man who's been there from the start, Isaac Bell, uh, would be our main mechanic. He actually is away skiing, so uh, he he's must the event. But uh, when he heard we, we won, he um, there there were an Apri ski in, in Bulgaria, and there's a video um, of him getting uh, two bottles of champagne to the table, and they actually spray the champagne all around the bar. <laughs> <laughs> there's videos of it, but um, no, I I would need a secretary from Saturday. My phone has been nonstop from I didn't turn my phone on the whole day. Um, I didn't go to the event with with the intention of winning it. Keely might be different because he was kind of psyched up all week, but. Um, I didn't go with the intention of one and I didn't think I had it on me just yet I thought I wanted a few more miles but um, no we landed and I come out of the first stage and I didn't really think too much about it Duffy told me I was point eight up and I didn't I didn't I took it on my stride I wasn't convinced I went under the second one the short stage and we got three off and I said it's time you pulled your big boy pants on now it's it's uh, it's, it's real, real like you're going to have to go on and go for it now so mm -hmm. Went on the service then after five stages, and it was 4.1. I knew it still wasn't over at that stage because of Vivian then, like, you know, he was turning up the wick. We were servicing beside each other, and the crack was good. You couldn't get better than Vivian because um, lovely people like him and Larkin. Even after the last stage, I actually felt sorry for him, to be honest, because it was last year. It was the same thing for him. Mark Donnelly up to him last stage. Mm -hmm. But look, it was ours this time, and we were the lucky ones. But there's a second person I have to talk about, is Glenn Irwin. I don't know if you remember from years ago in Anova, oh, Skippy was mm -hmm. yeah. He he's with us all the time at the rallies. He does the cooking. And uh we came out of the second last stage and we had lost the lead and he knew that. And he came over to the side one of the car and he just pointed his finger at me. And he says, You have to go and do it. And uh we came out of the last stage and he, and he was there and he was banging the roof of the car and he was spraying water on me like champagne. So, uh, no, it's just good for everybody, you know, Kevin, and, and good for the car, I suppose, we're higher in the car. It's good to see the Mark 1 Fiesta can still go out and do that, a very competitive mm -hmm. car still, you know. Yeah. Against the Polo, it was going to be tough, I knew that, and Jenkins, because it's a power stage, and we had just wouldn't have the legs of the Polo. But, um, no, look, hey, that's, I can't, it's a, it's a Donegal of gravel for me, because mm -hmm. I'll probably not get doing the Bushwhacker. 
because we'll have cars doing it and it's customer comes first. So, you know, it's just been been so lucky. Any day, you know, one of them cars, you're lucky. So, and they want to for these. You know, they get the greats like Robbie McGork, Rory Kennedy, Kenny McKenzie, all texting you. Uh-huh. You know, that means something else to you. Like, it just gives you that wee buzz, you know what I mean? For sure. And like, you know, you talked about, you know, your new business, IN Sport. Like, what, what you've done in such a short space of time, like, it's not even a year old at this stage. Like, what, what really blew me away with the Ulster last year, like, yeah, Jason finished the rally and he drove off to go to Cork Forest, I think, when the Cork he was heading off to. Perfect. And yeah. you just had the car converted into gravel spec by the time they were in Dublin. From Yuri, like that, it was no distance, you know, it was like in time, it was an hour, maybe an hour and a half at most. You said the car ready to load onto the trailer to head for Cork. Like, uh, for, this yeah. team is at such a tight unit and they are going over and above to, you know, get the customer and even for yourself then the ideal car for the conditions. No doubt about it. Look, and, you know, I suppose it has to be said for the boys, like they're every single one of them have as much interest as me, you know, and that, it takes that, you know. I can't do it myself. I'm not a mechanic by trade. Um, I have good knowledge of cars and what needs to be done with them, as in the rally cars and, and the software sides of things and, and um, organising. But it takes the boys to make it work, and they're all as interested as me, which, and I started it in Kyrgyzstan last year was the first rally with Conor McCrossan. He was the first customer. And touch wood, and, and it has been, it's going from side to side, but we're full now, the doors are closed, like we're, <laughs> we're about to, you know, we took on uh, a few new customers this year, uh, and it's actually probably been, what would you say, it's, I, I, I took on Tom McNulty, um, he come, uh, he's come on board with us for the National Championship, and I run the country for years, watching him, won Tarmac Championships, and, and National Championships, and kind of pinch yourself home, you know, whenever Tom McNulty's ringing you, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I know it's nice look I want to do this all my life and I got the chance last year and I says look we do it and see how it goes and we put our best on it and we have been doing that and that's showing you know we had one DNF last year with a car and mm-hmm. that was after the whole year's rally and it wasn't really our fault like it was a mechanical error in the car mm-hmm. I, I couldn't ask for more I, I love it actually I get up in the morning and I'd be glad to go to the, to go to the workshop I love every moment Excellent, excellent. And Caelan, from your point of view, you, you've been rallying now for, a, you know, what, must be five, six years? Like, uh, do, you, <laughs> do you still get the same buzz every time you pull the helmet on and tighten the straps? Oh, you do, surely. Especially if you're at that peak level there just now where you've had to compete with the boys in the top level. It's just something special. The buzz you get there and just the atmosphere of the whole thing, it's just hard to beat. Mm-hmm. There's not too many sports I think you get a buzz like it. No, and like you know, the, uh, and Niall mentioned there that you know the likes of Vivian and Lorcan, two of the nicest people you'd meet as well. Like the, you know, they'd be so gracious. You know, one loser draw, it's all you know, it's all laid out there, but it's all you know, you can shake hands with each other at the end of the event because yeah. they know what they have done. They have done their best to do, and for you to be that wee shade better, it speaks volumes of the effort you are putting in as well. Yeah, that's it. The amount of guys that were sitting there at the end of that last stage and come up and shook hands and congratulate us. Hey, the Vivian said himself, the better driver got it in the day, just. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's fair play to him because there's not a lot of guys who stand up and say that. No, that's for sure. So, definitely good people around you. It's a hard sport to beat. Yeah, and like you know, there's there's plenty of bad days. You know, you've been the the, the, oh, the receiving end of them, so you you have to make the the best of the good days. You do, you do. You have to remember them, and it's going to be one that we remember for a long time now. So, well, so 
Mm-hmm. Hopefully there's more to come. Yeah, because like, I actually got a text message that I think it was from Sean Ferris, um, who's won a few rallies like an says you're you're the quickest man and throwing for this this week. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else will take your crown next week, do you reckon? Oh, right. <laughs> but I must know, just give a special mention to that Keely man there. He, the effort he puts under the notes and stuff and I will I wouldn't be a great man as he knows for shutting down and actually going through the DVD, but Look, he, he actually put the pressure on me and, and we put a good effort up. And the car is unbelievable. He's organised, you know. He has the Bluetooth connected to the phone. He has music going on out the road sections and everything's so chilled out. There's no, there's no panic on and no rush. I must just give a special mention to him. Because that's what you need. Like, you know, you're flat out work and everything else. The now you get into the car, you need that wee bit of downtime as well, as well as to get you revved up and ready to go as well. Well, the only thing that I need to be thinking about is driving the car. Mm-hmm. And the boys around me, and then killing them beside me, it just makes it so much easier. Yeah, and you can forget about everyone else. You know the car's right. You know that he has done his job. You just have to do your job. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We were actually carrying a little small issue all day, and um, it had got a little bit worse in service. And the boys didn't even tell me. They didn't tell me about it, so I wouldn't have knew. And, and we got got back, and we won the rally. And the boys then told me, and couldn't believe it that you know it was, oh, it was very very small. It was never going to put us out of the rally, you know, but. Mm-hmm. It, of the car slightly but I knew it was there from the start and uh, it got worse and they didn't tell me which was, which was a good thing because my head would be 400 miles an hour that season <laughs> and then Keila like to have like Samsonas sponsoring that rally in Euro M Sport and all, like as you say maybe they haven't the, the, the quantity of cars they would like to enter the rally but the quality there on Saturday was top class like well, the, the quality was unbelievable see the two wheel drive boys there yeah. They're massive. The room aware, Stuart McLean, see them yeah. Novas and Corses and stuff. The way them boys are driving them cars is ridiculous. They're doing things they shouldn't be doing, but no. they're getting away with it. So they're dismantled uh-huh. what them boys can do and the times they can put in them cars, beating uh-huh. escorts that they shouldn't be anywhere near. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. it's good to see. There's definitely a good class of drivers in Ireland there. Yeah. There really is, you know, like we see what the, the, the academy's doing, bringing the young talent through. But even beyond that pool of young talent, there's a whole lot of guys and girls out there now at the minute, and they're all pushing incredibly hard, four-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, front-wheel drive. Yeah. Every class, nearly, the, it's, the quality is there right through. Oh, definitely there, and there's no bad car in the country now. Yeah. Whatever money people have, and they're in their rally, and they put every penny of it into their cars. And... Mm-hmm. No, it's good to see. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And now we'll finish up with yourself. Like you say, you know, this will only be the, you might get one, maybe maybe two more outings throughout the year, but the, the priority is the customer. Oh, without a doubt, Kim, I would say that'll, look, there's nobody more than me who wants to be driving every day. And everybody thinks I'd be driving rally cars every day because of what we do, but I don't, I can't fit into them. I can only fit in my own car. So, look, um, no, as much as I would love to go out every weekend, it's not feasible for, for work and, and for financial you know, reasons, but any time I can get a chance, I'll be trying to go out in the car, but no, I, I need to get the car hired and with a lot going on with work, National Championship with five cars, one in the old one, and so on, and it'll be busy right up to Donegal. Every man kind of goes AWOL and you don't see them for a month. <laughs> no, um, look, I would love to do the likes of maybe I had a, my fella always took me to Man, the Manx for years when it was around to the Tarmac Championship. And it's always been in the back of my head when he's still about here. Um, I would love to go and do the Manx. I've never done a Tarmac rally, ever. Just tracks, 
So yes. um, it's like something on a bucket list. I know I probably wouldn't be at the sharp end of it, but if I could go and have a bit of fun and um, see if we can get closer, I'll maybe go to it in May and uh, it'll probably be the, the back to the old, if I could squeeze under the left hands maybe, but I'll, I'll probably not get to the bushwhacker because I would say Mr. Mitchell has bigger fish to fry this year and they'll be trying to go for the one, so uh, we'll have to be there to give it our all. Um, thanks to Niall there in Freeland, and no doubt I would say Niall will be out again before too long, hopefully. Uh, I also got a chance to catch up with Hannah Davison. Hannah, like we spoke to Hannah a few times last year, and since then she's done the RAC, she's done Monte Carlo, she's was in Mexico, she's been in Spain. Like co-driving has really given her an opportunity to travel the world, and she's having a real blast doing it. So let's hear from Hannah. Hannah, it's been a while since we spoke, but you've been incredibly busy. Um, the RAC, Monte Carlo, and then Mexico, and you're still in Mexico at the moment. But like, what a few months you've had. Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, I think, yeah, the RAC, I got a call on, I think it was the Monday morning to leave on the Tuesday for the event. So, um, yeah, that was massive. Um, and then um, Alex had to step aside just due to personal reasons. So then I got another call in, in sort of, I think it was around the 17th of December, um, asking me to go to Austria and Monte Carlo with Chris. Um and that was just amazing, um, such a good opportunity and uh, a real honour to step in for someone like Alex with someone like Chris. Um, so yeah, it was it was amazing. I think I was at home for maybe five days or four days in January. <laughs> it's all been a bit bit mad, and then that kind of led into then I got another phone call um, on a Friday to go to Spain on a Monday, and then that Friday I got a phone call to come to Mexico on the Monday. So. <laughs> So yeah, but I love it. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way. And um, yeah, it's just been amazing. And um, I just feel so sort of um, happy competing at this level. And it's a really, I feel really comfortable and it's a nice, nice place to be. Yeah. And like the RAC, like there was something really special about the RAC this year. It really seemed to capture the imagination of not just the rally people, but beyond it. And like the, the TR7 seemed to like be... You know, bring out that kind of I don't know the old Tony Pond spirit in a lot of people and I know Chris grew the moustache back again one thing and all yeah. it just like there was so many iconic cars but the TR7 was really stood out amongst it was some great company there yeah I mean the the support around it was just incredible and you know credit to David Appleby engineering for um for taking on the challenge of, of, of bringing these cars back to life. Um, I think they're building multiple of them um, and they're doing an amazing job and a lovely, lovely team to work with, um, nice family team to work with. And uh, yeah, the support and, you know, everyone, everywhere you went, someone come up. I mean, the crowds on the RIC were just amazing. The amount of people that got it was like proper back to old school rallying. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the amount of people that came up and said, oh, I used to have a TR7 or, you know, everyone had a story about yeah. it, which was really lovely. You know, it was nice and it gets gets people talking. Sure. And then, you know, for your, your own dad, then Marty and Barney won the rally in the car your dad built too. So, you know, a real, you know, you talk about nice family story that, you know, that just really completed the story for you. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, and I got to, you know, I got to um, to share that with dad, which was really lovely because, um, the past couple of times that Marty has won, I've only been there at the very, very end, but I got to sort of um, go along on the journey a little bit with them. And um, yeah, I was at, at the stop line and I don't think there was anyone that wasn't crying at that stop line. It was just, it was amazing. And my husband, Josh and Paul Thompson, they finished, um, I think it was eighth overall. 
um, and a good friend of mine, um, Daniel Mennell, who's doing really well in the British Historic. I think he finished sixth overall and, you know, it was just, it was so emotional. It's just uh-huh. a really, really special rally. And yeah, it was, it, I was so, so proud of my dad and Marty and everyone there and, uh-huh. and everyone that finished really, because it's a huge challenge. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, that moved on, like, you know, <laughs> you thought, <laughs> come, uh, you know, that's the end of the season, we'll forget about next year for a while, but it kept on rolling on. Like, to get the call from Chris then to see if you would do, you know, the, the warm up event and then Monte Carlo, like Monte Carlo, like it must have been almost like a pipe dream like that that's what you aspire to like in the future but not this quickly yeah definitely i mean being um in wrc too as a as a priority crew was um yeah it was, it was it was truly amazing and i really really loved it and i i don't know i suppose i always thought that it would be sort of a, a huge challenge a huge step up but i i didn't find it i found it quite comfortable and quite easy is the wrong word because you're always on on trying to be on top of your game but um I I can I remember sitting in casinos because we were in the holding area in casino square for about three hours before the start there was interviews and you know there's just people everywhere in the massive circus that follows the WRC and I was sitting in um in the car just been it tidying up some of my pace notes just making sure that everything was all right for the the stages that night and to my right, right outside me, I had Oliver Solberg and his family. And I looked up and you could see the start ramp outside Casino Square. And I thought, I never thought I would be doing face notes here. <laughs> but it was amazing. And I can, you know, I really relaxed into it and really tried to truly enjoy it. And I can hand on heart say that um, yeah, I went over the start ramp in Monte Carlo without any nerves, which was just, it was lovely. It was so refreshing. But I think for events like that, when you put in so much work beforehand and you're so focused on it, Josh said it was like I was doing my degree again. <laughs> and uh, when you're so focused on it and you know everything and, you know, you've really put the work in, then you feel when you get there, okay, I just have to do my job now. And yeah. that's... I, and even even before the event, you got to meet the, you know, the royalty of uh, Monaco as well too. Like, you know... Where rallying has taken you, like it's getting new opportunities that would you could never get in your day to day life. Yeah, it's mad. Like quite a few times, and in that week, I said to Chris, "What would what would we normally be doing now? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a normal Monday." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and I mean those moments are just incredible. And um, I've tried to sort of there's loads of little things that you you forget because things happen so quickly and you're on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing long may that continue but yes. um, <laughs> but and I've tried like writing down little moments and it's not the big things it's the little things that happen um that I really enjoy and try to sort of keep grounded and, and appreciate and, and think about them in the moment rather than just letting them happen for sure for sure and the you know Monty probably you know it was such a difficult rally you know the con- you know the conditions and everything else but like Chris it hadn't the best of luck, but it showed promise. You know, the pace will come. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's he's such a talented driver, and yeah, he. I mean, him and Alex worked so well together. Him and I worked really well together, and him and I worked so. Um, him and Alex worked so well together, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited. They've just announced today um, their BRC program, so I'm really really happy to see Alex back where he belongs and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's great to see see them back, and I think they'll have a really really strong campaign this year for the BRC, and it's going to be a very interesting BRC this year. I yeah. think um, there's some great names in there, and it's uh, yeah, it's, it's what British motorsport needs. 
Yeah, because, you know, and I'm sure that even the people behind the BRC will admit it has been maybe a wee bit lacking its luster for the last couple of years. But it's going to be back and back with spades this year. Like it's it's with ITV4 coverage and, you know, new sponsor on board. It's really looking really bright for them. Yeah, I mean, credit to them for, for bringing all that together. I know they all work really hard behind it. And I know, you know, there's been comments here and there about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is a small team trying their best and you, you have to remember that you know yeah. and um yeah i think they've done an amazing job and it should be a really good championship this year for sure for sure and then you know fred Milne come on the phone then too uh to see if you would go over it was in spain you want it was there and the, the phone call once again hannah's ready bagpipe ready to go <laughs> yeah i mean per fred has rang me maybe five or six times in the past year asking <laughs> me to go and co-drive and i'm never available <laughs> so. But this time I was available. So, um, yeah, I mean, that that was just brilliant. And um, it's just uh, so much fun sitting beside Fred. And he's, uh, he's a good laugh. And it, it was really, really good fun. And we got a good result. And uh, we had a wrong tire choice on Friday evening. But um, it was a good result. And we both thoroughly enjoyed it, like properly smiled um, for, two, for two days. It was great. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I hope I get to do some, some more with Fred. And it's... It's always nice when you go to these events abroad and Fred's fluent in Spanish, so it made everything so much easier. <laughs> I was just like, Fred, can you translate? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, you need your Spanish as well to go to Mexico as well, too, I hope, as well. <laughs> like, yeah, so, these opportunities keep on coming. It's just been, you've been blessed this last week, week. Yeah, I mean, um, when I was in Spain, I was just, I just finished shakedown on the Friday. And Tom Williams um, had messaged me saying, can I ring you? And I was like, oh, I'm at a rally, but I can ring you on Monday. He was like, no, I need to speak to you now. And I was like, okay. So he was like, um, what are you doing next weekend? Could you fly to Mexico on Monday? And I've been speaking to Tom for, um, I've known Tom for years and I've co-driven for him before, um, but I've been speaking to him for a few months now and sort of knew something was coming, but just wasn't sure what, I don't think Tom's sure what he's doing this year yet. But, um, but yeah, Mexico has just been an experience um it's amazing 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 place and so many cool people here um you've got Julian and Gracia and you know just massive names and drivers and co-drivers and yeah it's really really special to be a part of something like this yeah because like you know you say you know you're trying to remember the, the small things like and take take it in and enjoy it for what it is you don't want to look back in a few years thinking Oh, I didn't make the best of that, or I didn't make the most of it. You want to live in the moment and enjoy every second of it now. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's just there's so much. There's so much you can experience if you let yourself, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and just integrate. And I think maybe last year and previous years, I I was always too sort of shy and just wanted to sort of um, not bother anyone. I suppose was was <laughs> what I always do. Um, and I still do that to an extent, but it's just, you know, go and speak to people and, you know, integrate yourself. And it's amazing where where those things can get you. It's like a perfect example. Um, in Monte Carlo, uh, we had some problems and I, I knew there was 30 minutes of lateness. Like I, I knew that was the rule. But I messaged John. John had helped. John Rowan had helped me quite a lot before the event. And uh, I messaged him and I said, can you just confirm because it was all sort of frantic and everything was going on can you just confirm it's 30 minutes of lateness and he said yeah yeah and the next thing I got a, a notification on whatsapp and I he put me in a group chat with him and Paul Nagel and said if you need anything just message this group and one of us will get back to you instantly and I was like oh, what <laughs> <laughs> and it's just amazing and you know you, 
I think I was always too too shy to ask people, but even before I came out here, I messaged Paul and said, anything you can tell me, just tell me. And just all, little things. And it's maybe not even about co-driving, it's maybe just about being in the country in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like he said, like, oh, watch this junction into this stage. And, you know, just little yeah. things. It's just amazing that everyone's so helpful. And yeah, hopefully I can do the same for some other people who are coming up, coming up through as well. But that isn't, and that isn't the amazing thing about rallying. No, no matter from the very top to the very bottom, people are willing to help each other out, and that you know, it's, it's the, that community of it's, it's so special. Like, it, you, like that's a great experience, and it, like for somebody like you, just you, you know what to do, but you just want reassurance sometimes. That's it, and I mean, like even when we're competing, like quite often, a couple of co-drivers will say to each other. What do you think of this or what do you think the organization mean by this or whatever and i think in the past i was always scared to say anything because it was like a sign of weakness like i didn't know but it's like i now realize that everyone does that you know no matter what level they're at they all ask each other you know the answer but you're just you're just confirming and yeah it's a, it's a special sport in that way and it's lovely that everyone's so supportive yeah and then you know like another something that's special to you is josh too like he's there behind you like supporting you every step of the way like you say in the rac he was there, like eighth place or whatever, like to get him, seeing him over the rump, and like, for him to be there, encouraging you every step of the way to to live your dream. Now, it's it's lovely too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he um he's the one that that taught me everything at the start, <laughs> and I think uh, yeah, I think he would probably love to be here too, and and doing it as well. But at the same time, he's quite happy to support me, and uh, yeah, he's calling himself the single cat dad now. <laughs> <laughs> at home looking after the cat <laughs> so uh, but yeah I'll be home for hopefully a good few weeks now and uh, yeah see, see what else happens but yeah it's, it's lovely to share it with Josh and he's always on the end of the phone and same thing asking for advice and you know checking he's always checking up on me as well <laughs> making sure I'm doing the right thing <laughs> so that, that from now on you're going to turn the phone off on the Friday <laughs> for the next no, couple no, of weeks anyway <laughs> keep the phone calls coming yeah. Thanks to Hannah and long may the troubles continue. Uh, Connor, we kick off this weekend then the, the first round of the Triton the Triton Shares uh, National Championship. And like what an entry list. It's going to be another cracker. It is absolutely going to be a cracker. You know, I'm going to see our polos versus our C3s battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's a, such a lineup with like these are five cars that keep coming out of the woods, and there's a really strong lineup of modified cars. You know, Rally Fours. Like the Rally Four category is really exploding now. This last, you know, twelve months or so. It's every class right down through that full field. It's just you couldn't pick a winner out of any. No, absolutely couldn't. And and again, you know, we keep looking at the polo and we rave about the polo, but it's getting older. Like, you know, those, those cars are not getting any younger, but still the results are there. But I'm intrigued now, and I suppose partly it's because of the Stellantis Cup. And then obviously, you know, the prize as well for the, the Citroen C3s. It, that, that extra bit of competition has come in back into Irish Rally. And, you know, we don't have a, you know, a... a a one make series, yeah. but this is as good as or next to it. And uh, oh, yeah. back in 2019, there was nearly everybody at a fiesta. And yeah, it's nice to see such a variety of cars as well. Too, like, there is just a real mix. You know, we have the best of the world coming here. You know, all the different varieties of cars all here, and each and every one of them is as competitive as the other. 
Absolutely. And, you know, we look, look at the C3 and the amount of work Citroen did last year in the WRC2 and the amount of development and push that car on. So to see it here, you know, in, in, in increasing numbers and we still have the very competitive um, I-20s, you know, the, the R5s. And then, as I say, are slightly aging, but still very competitive polos. Like, so it's going to be a heck of a fight there in that top 10. Yeah, and the, and the Fiestas are starting to come strong again too. You know, like we've seen Galway there too. So, yeah, there's a, that's a, as a whole, going to be a whole minefield. And, like, and fair play to Mayo Motor Club. Like, an unusual, what they're doing this weekend, two stages, but they're going to tweak those stages up, you know, and make it into an eight-stage uh, event. You know, rather than the three repeated three times, it's going to be two stages done twice. But then for the next two runs, they're going to tweak the both stages. So we bit of variety and mixing things up. Uh, I think it's a you know something different, and it's great to see new things being tried. Listen, absolutely is, and you know, compact events mean less costs for the competitors. It's easier for the spectators, etc., and less movement between stages as well. You know, from a spectator control point of view. So, you know, hopefully, there, there's many positives and advantages to this format. That's for sure. That's for sure. And like, there, there's a there's a video out there from Motorsport Ireland at the moment as well. Just you know, telling people just to obey the marshals. You know, like, and it's the drivers speaking. You know, like these are the guys. You know, are risking it all going down those stages. Just listen to them and, and listen to you know what the marshals and what the officials are telling you what to do. It's so important. Like we we all need to obey the rules for the good of our sport. Look, absolutely. And part of it is it's becoming more competitive and that always attracts more fans and spectators out on the stages. But the other thing is the talk of the WRC Cummins also, you know, out there and people are, are getting more interested in rallying because of it. But the thing is, we're also under more scrutiny because the WRC is coming. And if we don't get the spectator control end of it right, it puts the likes of the WRC in jeopardy. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, yeah, please, if you're going out at the weekend, just, you know, be careful and do as you're told. Um, but anyway, I think we'll catch up with Laura and hear all the latest news on the, the Triton Shores Championship. So, Laura, Mayo is only a matter of days away. And once again, the championship looks in real good health. Yeah, it's great to be back, Kevin. Um, we are we're heading to Mayo this weekend for round one, and again an absolute bumper entry to reserve list again. So we're off to a great start so far this year. Yeah, because like you know, it seems no time at all since the the season ended, and now we're back to round one, and like eight more rounds this year, all spread right across the the country. Yeah, that's it. Um, eight rounds starting in Mayo, and then we head for Monaghan. We go to Burr, Carlow, Limerick. Limerick, where are we in next? Stone throws in Tipperary and then Galway finishing back in Donegal then for the end of the year in October. So yeah. it's great. It's great to have the rounds back there again with this year. Yeah, and like you, you know, like we've seen last year, like the 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 rotation really is starting to work. Like every every event there is, you know, capacity entry and quality right throughout the field as well. Absolutely, yeah. Like last year, every event we had reserve list. It's for a couple of years pre-COVID, it was kind of on air. Don't nearly a reserve list. You were nearly ringing boys to say, you know, are you doing it? Will you come and support and stuff like that? So it's absolutely fantastic. And as you say, the quality—it's not just a top ten, twenty quality, and that's that's it. It's right down the field from number one to hundred and fifty-one. It's absolutely fantastic, and the support that we're getting is is unreal. Yeah, I because like it uh, uh, for the the national championship being the one day event, 
suits a lot of people to come and do, you know, it's less time off work, it's less hassle, less demands on their time. And come and do it on one day, they can do, you know, like the, most of the rallies are on the Sunday. They come do their Ricky on Saturday, come down Saturday morning, do their Ricky, stay Saturday night, do the rally home Sunday evening. That's it, yeah. I think it's, it's not a lot of people, you know, the times are not too, you're not away for as long. You know, everything comes into consideration then, especially nowadays with the cost of everything, you know, cuts down and everything. As you say, you either arrive Saturday morning, you just one night, you're there for two days, one night, or you come down Friday, you know, depending on where you're traveling. You know, that's the max, really. You know, so definitely it benefits people, it's less time away from work, it's less holidays used. You know, it works ideally for, for anybody that is working or has families or anything like that. So it is great to see it, and it's, it's that's definitely benefiting us because we're getting the support and we're seeing, seeing that right across the board. Yeah, and you talk about support, you know, Triton Shares is back on board again. Like, it has to be one of the longest run sponsorships because, the, you know, the Barrett family has been so good to the National Championship over the years and so good to rallying, never mind just the National yeah, Championship. Yeah, that's it. So you're rallying for many years, like even before they joined the Championship, yeah, but it's, it's been fantastic, you know, to have Kevin and the family there, the support, their interest, you know, they're, they're into it, which makes it so much easier, you know, they know the story, they know everybody, everybody knows them. And it's fantastic, you know, that we can, we can help promote, promote the company and give them something back to. And in fairness, every day I'm sure nearly supports, you know, the brand, you know, as we do you in anything, if they're involved in the sport that you're doing, you're going to, you're going to support it back, you're going to give it back to somebody that's... That that's for sure. So it is great, and it's absolutely fantastic having them on board, and, you know, they're, they're doing the day work, so it's great. Yeah, and like another new initiative this year, well, a couple of new initiatives this year, one of them is the, the Citroen C3 trophy. Like for guys competing in the, the Rally 2 Citroens, this is like a fantastic, it's a, lovely to see a manufacturer giving back to the competitors and as well, Michelin and there's a few other supporters in that class as well. That's it, yeah. Um, it was great to see when, when Raymond was earlier in the year to see some interested in joining, we went on board. I think the weekend with seven seven registered there for the championship so far that are contenders in the Citroen. So it's absolutely fantastic. It's a great initiative and you know it, it just gives us we've seen it in Galway. It gives that other bit of spark in, in the, the top the top fellas, you know, maybe if they're if they're not contending for first place, we were seeing a completely different battle. Like with Declan and um Josh going into the final and Desi going into the final stage, you know, it was all the favour for them all like, so it was great, you know, it just keeps that interest down the field a wee bit more if they're not playing for first place. So, yeah, hopefully it'll, it'll go well. And, you know, it's a, it's a great initiative. It's fantastic to see manufacturers coming in and, and supporting championships and supporting competitors back again, giving us something back. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because like we've seen, you know, for so many years now, we haven't had any kind of manufacturer involvement, and it's great to see. And then you know, also the Stellantis Cup and the, that's more the Tarmac Championship and the the BRC as well. But and then as well, the Billy Coleman uh, Award. There's going to be like a driver getting nominated out of class two and two A this year. Yeah, over over the last number of years, it's always been the winner of the the junior class sixteen that was always nominated from the championships point of view towards the Billy Coleman. Um, interview process. So from this year now we've decided that we'll go from class two or two that's the highest place eligible driver in the class two or two days, whoever whoever's the highest driver two of them, that we're going to um send forward the nomination then for for um for um what do you call it? For the Bully Bowman Award. And 
see them take it from there. But you know, just for tapping, and I think I had a quick look around earlier, and I would say there's easily something like 19 class two, class two A, you know, drivers there. All young drivers, the majority of them is there from the the academy as well. So it's it's great to see it. Like so, you know, definitely big interest coming there with the young ones. Definitely future, yeah, because that, that is, as you say, that is where the future is, you know, like these young guys coming up through and girls coming up through and like uh, there's so many of them going down, you know, the, uh, you know, R2 Rally 4 route as well, which is great to see because, you know, not only can they compete here at home, like they can travel the world in their car as well. That's it, exactly. And you know, the, the other one then as well, there's Fusio, there's the ones there, the um, Fusio. Cup, kind of the rugby championship there as well so that's all tied in but it's, it's absolutely fantastic and the academy is absolutely fantastic there for, for the young yeah. ones and what they're they're going through and what they're everything that they're getting taught and brought along the way like it's, it's the support they're getting from that is unreal so it's great to see it and like as everybody says then my academy is just stem for the rest of the world like you know what's yeah. going on you know they really everybody is is looking at this showcase it. Irish Valley for the future. Yeah, because not only is the drivers and co-drivers that's actually involved in the academy, uh, you know, benefiting from it, it's spreading out because everybody else aspires and needs to raise their game to this level as well, and that going right throughout the whole field now. That's it, exactly. It's, it's great to see it, and it's definitely she says it's across the whole field, so it's fantastic. Yeah, and like Laura, I would say this week you're absolutely flat out, but you know, I'm sure that, like, there's registrations for the, the championship just flooding in with you. Fantastic support, you know, from from earlier on in the year, nearly before we even start to promote the registrations that open, which with registrations coming in, and I think they're just this evening. I think it's in we've got two hundred registered for the championship so far, so it's absolutely fantastic to see. Um, and obviously we appreciate everybody's support and everybody coming out to support the championship. Yeah, well then, no doubt we'll keep in touch with you throughout the year and see how things are going. Yeah, absolutely. And just obviously, just before I go, I just want to obviously again thank Triton Charles and Kevin and family for their support at the end of the year. And also that we have the the Rally TV YouTube program back yeah. on board for this year with Helen and Brian Finn. So, you know, obviously that would be great for the back right the week after the week of the event, after the event. And just the other wee thing we just want to mention too is obviously for all the competitors when they do enter the event this year, just a wee reminder of, you know, to to pay off their entry fees, make sure their entries are all complete and acknowledged as well, because we don't want them to be missing out, especially when it comes down to the good end of the evening, fighting for class passes. So just give everybody a reminder of that as well. But again, just hope everybody does have a great year and a safe, safe year as well and good fun. Lovely talking to you, Laura, there as always. And Motorsport Ireland has uh, kindly let us use the, the video. So if you want to just uh, watch this now for the next couple of minutes, just to give you, you know, the wee flavour of what the, the drivers and all are saying, just, yeah, please, as I said before, just listen. So that is uh, season three, episode 12B. Uh, can you please like, share, subscribe, uh, all those things, and the wee five star rating would be gratefully appreciated. So that's it. And for, until next time, take care, speak soon, and bye. Just a quick message on the box junctions, please, please keep them clear. Just want to remind you.
remind you all that our marshals are volunteers and without them we cannot rally. Always expect unexpected and be ready to react in an emergency. Keep the race in its place and arrive alive. Please don't put your life at risk, but the life of your families stand in prohibited areas. As competitors, we need you to fully cooperate with the Martians and don't stand where you're not asked to stand. Martians are trained in safety, your safety. Please follow their instructions. It's very important to listen to marshals out there. They know where to stand in the stages. For us, we're trying to drive as fast as we can and we're not always in control of the car, even if you think we are. So please obey the marshals. Racing is for closed, controlled roads, not the public road. We've now heard all the safety messages and requests from our competitors. We need you, when you come to the events, to obey the directions of the marshals and to stand where it's only safe to do so. If you don't do this, we won't have a sport and you will have nothing to come out to enjoy. We need to keep the race in its place. Motorsport will continue to exist as long as you do what is asked of you.